Hey, hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining into another edition of Bees Perspectives Radio. It has been a long time coming since I made a last episode. I believe it was last year, so I'm back in the game to go. So I am fired up. I am definitely fired up, guys. So um, as many of know, especially Jets fans out there, guys, we released running back Le'Veon Bell. And it was almost a little bit of a shocker because I didn't think that Bell would be cut this early on, not only in this contract, but this season. And looking at the friction between Gase and everything, you know, I was hoping that something would work, that we would utilize Le'Veon Bell a little bit more often and far much more better than what we've done last year. Turns out that's not the case. We cut him. He was unhappy. um, And I can't necessarily blame him for feeling the way he felt because, let's face it, all the Jets fans out there know Adam Gaze is a sorry excuse for head coach. I mean, let's just call it what it is. He is a sorry excuse of a head coach. We have yet to win a single game this year. And the way we're playing, we're getting killed out there. It's like we're a high school football team or something. We can't stop a nosebleed. And I'm thinking, all right, something has got to work. You know, Sam Darnold's got to be clicking. Le'Veon Bell's got to be clicking. Something, you know, the offseason, you know, was a lot more promising going in because, okay, we went ahead and we helped reshape the offensive line. We went ahead and got some players on the draft where we got our franchise left tackle and Mekhi Becton. And then Douglas was very clever enough to get the wide receiver that he wanted to choose. Even though he was there in the second round at the spot that the Jets had, he traded back, acquired more draft assets, and still got his guy in Denzel Mims. And then we got a pretty good safety in Ashton Davis. But guys, the state of the franchise of the Jets, man, let me, oh, dude, let me tell you, it is crazy. Gase has got to go. Gase has got to go at some point, either during the season or after the season. He cannot be our head coach going forward. There's just no way. And I know last year I was talking about this with a lot of people. We had the, we had options, people. We had options. We had Mike McCarthy, Matt Rule. I mean, there were so many options for the Jets to look at, but we went ahead and got Adam Gase. And we could have gotten a guy like Mike McCarthy, which I know Mike McCarthy right now is struggling in Dallas. But if you ask me, it would have been a lot smarter for the Jets to go after a guy like Mike McCarthy instead of Adam Gase. Mike McCarthy's got a Super Bowl. He knows how to work with offense. He's worked with one of the best quarterbacks in the game, and some could say one of the best quarterbacks to ever play in Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl champion. So the thing is, is that we didn't want to sign Mike McCarthy because he wanted full control. Hell, at this point, give him full control of the franchise because right now the way ownership is ran is just a disaster, guys. It's just a disaster. So here's my take on Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, we signed him to a pretty good-sized contract for, I believe, four years. Um, He got his money, but the production wasn't there. Can't say it's all necessarily Le'Veon Bell's fault. Um, 
The thing is, our offensive line was playing poorly last year, and we struggled this year even. And with Gase's coaching, just disappointing because Le'Veon Bell, he is a hell of a player. More than half teams in the league would sign a guy like him, I guarantee you. With his talent, the guy can run, the guy can catch, and he's a decent blocker. So Le'Veon Bell has, you know, a lot of talent, and he's still fairly serviceable at his age. And I think that, you know, going forward, a team like Chicago, a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe even the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, could use a running back like Le'Veon Bell. Um, obviously, you know, him coming from Pittsburgh, you know, he left not in the greatest of terms because he wanted his money. He got his money and I would just hope that he would go back to Pittsburgh and revitalize his career because obviously with the Jets, we have disappointed him. So, which leads to the question of this. Okay. What is the future of the New York Jets? And guys, this is something I've been seeing a lot on my Twitter. A lot of people are saying draft. Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback from Clemson. Guys, I'll be honest. I think that would be a horrible, horrible, horrible idea. And here's why. Coaching. The coaching is shitty. It is bad. I mean, absolutely putrid. If I if I was person Trevor Lawrence <clears throat> and the New York Jets had the number one pick, right? If And this is just if I was Trevor Lawrence, guys, just hear me out on this. <laughs> I would stay in college and play another year and not play for a team like the New York Jets. That's me. Because the way Sam Darnold is being treated, he's got no help. None. No help whatsoever. And the coaching staff has failed him. The team has failed him. And this guy is trying to do everything he can with what little he has to work on to go out and succeed. And it's not working because he's got... Hell, third string freaking wide receivers, man. Like, it's it's awful. It's pitiful is what it is. So it goes back to Trevor Lawrence. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay, so I know some Jets fans want to draft Trevor Lawrence. Like, if we have the number one pick, we should draft him and start over and, and, and things like that. While I understand people may come from that perspective, I don't necessarily think it's fair on Sam Darnold, here's why. Now, I know people can compare the Josh Rosen and Kyler Murray situation. Kyler Murray is a really good quarterback, really good football player. Rosen, he struggled, you know, and he still struggled with Miami, and he's not been the very best quarterback. He's, he's really not had a chance to really show what he can do in this league. But the thing is, is that Kyler Murray, while great, it's never a surefire thing that just because another franchise had success by just dropping a, a re- young quarterback on a rookie deal. So, um... In hopes of where somehow it would work. I mean, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, it's it's not. So here's what I would personally do. I mean, here's what I'm hoping the Jets would do if they were smart. Obviously, they're not smart what they're doing. Okay. The Jets, if they get the number one pick, keep Sam Darnold. Okay. Sam Darnold, shown he has guts. And he, even though he's had his fair share of injuries and he's been away from the field, he's got guts, right? He's still a talented quarterback. I guarantee you, most general managers was looking at him back in the 2018 draft. 
they wanted him, but they couldn't get him because he was too far up. So the thing with Sam Darnold is that the kid is tough. He can make good decisions, and he can play with his legs, right? He's pretty good at running the ball. We saw him break out of that 40-some-yard touchdown run, and I was like, whoa, the kid's got it, (laughs) you know? So the Jets have traded Jamal Adams earlier this off or earlier, you know, in the NFL season. <clears throat> so we traded away our best player in defense. So we acquired a number one draft pick in the 2021 offseason, as well as the year after. And then we got a third rounder. And then we got Bradley McDougal and another pick, I believe. So here's the thing. So right now the Jets are loaded with two first round picks going into next year's draft. Now, aside from what they do from free agency, right? So maybe free agency, they might get some quality players. Who knows? Who knows how that's going to work, okay? The Jets have the number one draft pick. It would be absolutely smart for the Jets to trade down for a team that is desperate to get a Trevor Lawrence. Any team. It could be the Jacksonville Jaguars. And maybe the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons, you know, they got rid of their head coach, Dan Quinn. Who knows what the status is of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are. If if the Falcons are looking for a complete rebuild, most likely they're probably going to, you know, trade away those players. So what the Eagles did when they traded up to get Carson Wentz, you know, they got multiple picks. I think the Jets should take the same route. By trading down some spots, getting those draft picks, whether it's an extra, you know, this year, right, of, a, of another team or even the year after and just load up on picks, okay? So if for any reason in particular we trade with the team that's got a third, an extra first rounder or, or not, or just you know some second rounders, that's going to set us up in a good position. So not only does the Jets, we can trade down, right? We can still get an impact player, assuming we are still in the top 10, top 10 picks. So we already have our franchise quarterback. Sam Darnold's not a bad guy at all. I guarantee you, if you surround him with talent, guys, he is going to play much better, much better, okay? Go ahead and draft a dynamic wide receiver, okay? I know we got Denzel Mims, and he's had he's had injuries recently. We don't know how he's going to play. We don't. But it makes sense to get a game-changing wide receiver. Give Sam Darnold another weapon to play with because... Right now, our only for sure wide receiver that's any good right now, aside from him because, you know, he hasn't proved anything yet, is Jamison Crowder, which he's had three consecutive 100-yard games this season, which is pretty darn good, okay? So we have a franchise quarterback. We have a franchise left tackle. You get a game-breaking wide receiver. You pair him up to Sims. That's a step in the right direction if I'm the general manager of the New York Jets, we're getting Sam Darnold help. Okay. Now keep in mind, guys, we already have another pick in the first round because we traded away Jamal Adams and the Seattle Seahawks. They gave up their pick to get him. Now, wherever the Seahawks, you know, land in the draft will be determined because also they're playing like Super Bowl contenders. So I'm expecting, you know, late in the first round, obviously. So with that pick, the Jets can still get a quality player. So we have one wide receiver we drafted. Why not look at bolstering up that offensive line? Because right now, we got our left tackle. The guard play, from what I've seen on TV right now, and just looking over, we're playing bad. So why not get a fresh, 
nasty guard that we can go ahead and plug in the offensive line that bulks up the offensive line even more, whether it be a left guard or right guard, protect Sam because he's been sacked. I mean, he's been getting battered all around. Get that guy some protection. So we have a franchise left tackle. We have a franchise guard. We got a game-breaking wide receiver. Perfect start of the first round wide receiver and bolster up that offensive line then you also have the two second round picks in the following in the following spot in the in the second round <clears throat> just need an edge rusher we desperately need one we need help a cornerback right but again it goes back to helping sam darnold out the new york jets we have screwed up a whole bunch of times with second round picks Jets fans you guys know second round picks we immediately think Huh, Jay Samaro, tight end, bust. Geno Smith, second round pick, bust. And the list goes on and on. I mean, it is crazy how much we have screwed up second round picks. Like, it's 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 mind-boggling. Just absolutely mind-boggling. Stephen Hill, another one, second round pick, bust with the team. So, what did the Jets do with two second round picks? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to trading down just a couple of spots to acquire more draft capital. You trade down just a little bit, you get your chances of getting a better player, right? You always take risk-reward. So the Jets have two second-round picks, right? And if we get another one, that's great, in the third round. Okay, Jets need help still on offense. We are not done by any means necessary, guys, by any means. I'm looking at Chris Herndon, and I'm looking at Ryan Griffin at tight end. I'm not seeing a difference. I, I'm not. I, I don't think those guys are any good for our team. They're, they, I mean, I know we signed Ryan Griffin to a three-year contract extension, and um, uh, Chris Herndon has had his fair share of injuries, but I'm not seeing enough productivity for the Jets to move forward with the tight end. So unless we get one in the free agency, I wouldn't be opposed with the Jets trying to get one in the second round. Some really good solid tight end that's going to be our tight end for years to come it's going to be a really good tight end and Jets fans you guys know we have not had a good tight end since Dustin Keller he was a pretty good tight end for us he wasn't elite but he was good you know we drafted him out of Purdue and he was pretty spectacular before he suffered that injury against the Miami Dolphins in preseason so he was a pretty good tight end um, obviously not the level of T Antonio Gonzalez or um, Tony Gonzalez or Antonio Gates or Rob Gronkowski. You know, definitely not that car, but he was a good tight end, very serviceable and things like that. So we have two picks. I would be very, very lenient to try to grab a tight end in the second round again to give Sam Darnold another weapon. And then with that other pick, get you an edge rusher, help solve the edge rusher problem. Now, I know we got... Jabari Zuniga last year in the third round, but still we need help on the edge. You know, I don't care what we do, e either edge rush or cornerback, one of those two guys, I'm going to be totally fine, right? Totally fine whatsoever. That would be ideal, right? And that's just for the first couple of rounds. And then with your third round picks, we could obviously look at cornerback or edge rusher, depending on which one we get in the second round. And also again, bolstering up that offensive line maybe get a developmental center that could be a franchise center or even go grab another wide receiver i wouldn't care if we got another wide receiver something to help the team out because the way this team is going right now it's not looking very good guys and honestly those that are saying draft trevor lawrence 
you're telling me you put Trevor Lawrence in this offense right now, just if he was to play in this same offense, right, next year with, God forbid, Adam Gase as the coach, do you really think he's going to do that much better than Sam Darnold? No. I'm telling you guys, he's not. I don't care how talented you are. If you have a spotty offensive line, no weapons on offense, hey, we just cut our best running back on the roster, and we have an old Frank Gore, who's 37, and and it's old in NFL years, and we got a LaMichael Perrin, who he can show some flashes. What what are you going to do? What can you do? As far as Trevor Lawrence goes, it's going to be the same situation, guys. Same situation. And I'm telling you, Trevor Lawrence, he's a, he's a, he's a talented kid. I'm not going to lie. But I do not think for one minute, I do not think for one minute at all, guys, he's going to turn our franchise around. Until ownership gets better and gets a solid head coach that knows what the heck they're doing, it's going to be the same thing round and round. The Jets are going to be a mess. And right now, getting rid of two of your better players on the team, Jamal Adams was unhappy, him and Gase clashed. Le'Veon Bell, him and Gase clashed. At some point, it's going to be like, okay, it's not just the players, guys. It's not. It's the head coach, honestly. I mean, it's the head coach. So I'm hoping we get a better coach next year. So Jets fans, we got to hang tough. It's obviously a very dark season right now. We'd be lucky to get one win, two if that. But if I'm just being brutally honest, I'm thinking this team is going 0-16 or 1-15. And 1-15 sounds pretty bad going back down to the Rich Kotite years when we went 1-15 and we had the worst record in the NFL at that time. Horrible, horrible season. So... I'm definitely thinking, guys, that there's got to be a lot of work to be done. Obviously, we can't blame the general manager, Joe Douglas, because, you know, Mike McCagnan didn't help us out at all. You know, it's because of his ineptitude of drafting, we suffered. You know, we failed to, you know, bulk up the offensive line. And, guys, you know, I'm always going to be in favor of trading down to acquire more picks because right now this team needs depth. This team needs talent. You know, and good teams have depth with quality starters, right? Because we are thin at cornerback right now. We are thin at wide receiver because they've been banged up and everything like that. We are just like, the roster's depleted. I mean, we need to infuse some fresh blood in here so we can go ahead and get some quality players that can add depth that want to buy into the program. And again, that starts with management. We've got to do a much better job. So... Hopefully in free agency, we're going to be one of the top teams that's going to have a lot of extra money. Maybe, and this would help our draft chances. If we can get an edge rusher or a solid cornerback, that would help our chances with the draft. That would help make a lot of opportunities present itself. But until we get a quality head coach, guys, I don't see this team going anywhere. So, I mean, it's just, it's absolutely horrendous. I mean, bad. So, um... Yeah, guys, I mean, it's it's going to be a long season. I mean, J-E-T-S, just in the season. And I've been a diehard Jets fan since I was a kid. I love the Jets. You know, I'm never going to give up on my team. But ownership, you know, they've got to do a better job. I mean, how, how many times have I heard Jets fans complain about ownership? A lot. And I don't think the Johnsons know what the heck they're doing when it comes to building a quality team. 
I mean, the last time we had a decent team was Rex Ryan years. And, I mean, I understand that, you know, we fired him. But even then, that was a mistake. You know, the guy took us back to back-to-back AFC Championship games. Granted, we lost, but we were that close to the Super Bowl. And we failed to, again, go back to the draft. We failed to draft correctly. So, hopefully, things will turn around. And we will get much better at drafting and, and signing the right guys because right now with the Jets, it's, it's just absolutely horrendous, you know, getting guys in a free agency that's not buying in or drafting players and just trading them away. Again, it's not going to work. It's not a recipe of success. Teams such as the Steelers, the Seahawks, you see those guys, you know, they are very good at what? Drafting, you know, Russell Wilson, hell of a quarterback, great guy, playing at an MVP caliber level. And they draft some pretty good players throughout the years, right? Same with the Steelers. The Steelers are known for drafting very well. They don't necessarily make splashy moves in free agency. That's not what the Pittsburgh Steelers are about. They will draft and develop. And the Steelers have had success of winning for a long time. The Jets need that. We need that type of leadership in our organization to have that success because otherwise we're not going to compete. We're, we're, we're not. Teams like the Patriots are going to be better than us. Teams like the Bills are going to be better than us. The Dolphins are going to be better than us. And we're just going to continue to be the laughing stock of the league. So until we make some major changes, make smart decisions, and I mean smart, don't just trade away Sam Darnold, guys. Jets ownership, if you can hear me, don't trade him away because he's a good quarterback. And I'm telling you, it would not surprise me if we do somehow get rid of him, either trade him or cut him, and he has success elsewhere. Because right now, with the way the Jets are running, we didn't want to pay Robbie Anderson extra money, which, I mean, I'll be honest, I'll be honest I, I wouldn't pay Robbie Anderson like 17, 18, 19 million a year. He's, he's a good wide receiver, but he's not that in the elite category. But he's doing way much better in Carolina. So... You know, like, it's not always a player. So, we need to get Sam Darnold a really good head coach. Somebody that can give him some confidence and just make him an overall better player. Because I do think Sam Darnold can be the leader of this franchise for years to come. I absolutely do. There's no question in my mind, based off what I watched him, the kid's got talent. Yeah, he's made some mistakes with throwing interceptions. But what are you going to do? you got to take chances. I mean, if you're playing with second, third, four-string wide receivers and you don't have a true number one receiver, true number two wide receiver, I mean, I, I mean, what what can you do? So that's my take on this edition, guys, with the New York Jets. Really sad to see Le'Veon Bell go. I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Um, I went ahead and retweeted yesterday, you know, wishing him well. So... Hopefully you see my comment. You know, I think he was a great guy. You know, he did what he could. You know, it's not his fault that, you know, Gase was terrible and still terrible and didn't know how to utilize him, right? Because I don't think it's a matter of Le'Veon Bell lost a step. I mean, he's a great player, but Gase assists him, right? <laughs> bad. Very, very bad. But, uh, but yeah, guys, I want to let you guys go. And thank you so much for tuning in. I will definitely continue to make more podcast going forward about the jets um hopefully jets fans things will be better uh, i know we've heard time and time again 
Things will be better next season. The future looks bright. Blah, blah, blah. The same thing. At some point, guys, it'll get better. I don't know when, but it'll get better. And at some point, the Jets are going to hoist a Lombardi trophy. We're going to have two. I don't know when it's going to be. Right now, the way it's looking, it's definitely not going to happen anytime soon. But it'll happen eventually. You know, it will happen eventually. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. And I will catch you guys in the next video.